the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Craig Needles. New year, new edition of the London Free Press Podcast, our first one of 2021, hoping that 2021 is a little bit better year than uh, 2020 for for most of the folks who are listening. And for our first episode of the year, thrilled to be joined by London Free Press journalist Dale Carruthers, who's been covering the events uh, in Elmer, which continue to be events. And he's uh, on the podcast with us today. Dale, thank you very much for doing this. Thanks for having me, Craig. It's good to be back. Let's talk about what's happening in Elmer because people hear Elmer and now, and and I know that officials there have talked about it. You hear the t- the the name of the town of Elmer, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, "Okay, we're gonna have to go through another whole thing about what's going on with masks and this weird church and all this stuff." So there is some new stuff happening surrounding this uh, legal advocacy group uh, that is representing this uh, this church in Elmer. So give us the uh, the very latest in the story. What's happening there, Dale? Okay, so the latest out of Elmer is the Church of God has been holding its drive-in services since the spring. And in the spring, um, they weren't allowed to under the emergency rule. And the Canadian Justice Centre for Constitutional Freedoms made a charter challenge. And the Ontario government amended the law and said drive-in services would be allowed under certain conditions. So that was kind of a victory for the Church of God. Since then, they've been holding these drive-in services. And... And then on December 27th, they held one and a group of protesters gathered outside the church, stayed in their vehicles on the road, lined up and started protesting them. And they ended up calling the police during the drive-in service saying people had gotten out of their vehicles, which isn't allowed. Mm -hmm. So the police came and they ended up charging the pastor's son, Herbert Hildebrandt, with hosting a gathering exceeding the permitted number of people. And then he was later charged with some criminal offenses, too, uh, related to an alleged altercation involving a police officer. So this last Sunday, they held another drive-in service, and the protesters returned, along with a group of counter-demonstrators. So the protesters are pro-public health protesters, and they're saying we need to take this pandemic seriously. And they're thinking the church is uh, not doing that. They think that... uh, Pastor Henry Hildebrandt, who has become a a featured speaker at these anti-restrictions rallies, is encouraging people to uh, not listen to public health guidelines. So they were protesting that. And on Sunday, about 30 cars lined the road. And the only major incident is when one man tried to storm onto church property and confront uh, church officials. He later told me he wasn't affiliated with the protesters or the counter demonstrators, but he was just there to air grievances he had against the church. So a little bit of everything happening up there in Elmer these days. Uh, yeah, it seems like uh, it seems like quite a bit. Tell me about these protests. I know you've uh, you, you've seen some of them yourself and, and, and covered some of them yourself. Some people might say, hey, wait a minute. If the people who are protesting are against the church having gatherings, aren't they gathering to protest? Is there a difference between what you might see with the uh, with the car service and the people who are protesting uh, uh, just off the property? Yeah, uh, that's something I've heard before. So when there's let's go back to the anti-lockdown protests. Those are people protesting the government measures um, to curb the spread of COVID-19. Those have traditionally always drawn counter demonstrators who come out to demonstrate against these anti-restrictions protests. And they do it by wearing masks and maintain some social distancing in some cases, not always. 
And so this was the same thing. These uh, demonstrators stayed in their vehicles and wore masks in their vehicles um, kind of to make their point. So they did it safely is what they said. And um, of course, if they got out of their vehicles and gathered, they could be charged uh, under the Reopening Ontario Act, which uh, prohibits outdoor gatherings of over 10 people. Uh, yeah, there's uh, certainly that part of it as well. And it just it just seems like it's, it's been a bizarre series of events. You mentioned there are some criminal charges here. So there's that to consider. Uh, the, the This church continues to make uh, headlines. Do, 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 as far as you can tell, the, the folks of the church continue, plan to continue to have these uh, have these services, though. Right. That's not going anywhere. Uh, yes, that's correct. Um, I spoke with Pastor Hildebrand and he says that the drive-in services will continue. And church officials were working really hard on Sunday to ensure that all the rules were followed. Nobody got out of their vehicles, none of the churchgoers that I saw. Um, they have a, almost a dozen security uh, staffers going around to make sure everyone stays in their vehicles, making sure the protesters stay off their property. And police were watching the whole thing, and they later said that there were no violations that day um, during the drive-in service. So the church feels as though they found a way that they can do these services safely, and they're going to continue doing that because to them, um, gathering on Sunday is an essential part of life. So that's their plan. What do we know about the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedom? I know that this church isn't the only one they're representing. So what uh, what can you tell us about that organization? So they're a civil liberties uh, organization. They represent uh, people typically pro bono. Uh, they take donations when they feel their charter rights have been violated. So like I said, their past in the past, they took on a case on behalf of the church to challenge the government's ban of drive-in services, and they were successful. Um so they're also representing church leaders in Leamington, Windsor, Chatham, Kent. There's been about a dozen church leaders charged under the reopening Ontario Act for uh, hosting church services, church services, either indoor or outdoor, um, in which case the police said rules were broken. So they've laid these charges. So the Justice Centre is representing all of these individuals pro bono. They said there'll be more. And they said um, their challenge will be based on the fact that the, these charges violate people's charter rights and the government needs to explain why they took this, these extraordinary measures uh, to take away people's rights in this situation. And we'll find out a little more as these cases start working their way through the courts. Um, nobody's even had a first appearance yet. So the Justice Center said they're just waiting on getting disclosure from the crowns, kind of to see what the cases look like. And we'll know a little bit more about that in the future, but they're very determined they like taking high-profile cases like this, so th this is what they do. Uh, yeah, it uh, it seems to be right uh, right up their uh, their alley. Then, so as they continue to, to to make these challenges here, do we think that uh, some of the restrictions might let up on this church? Are they perhaps waiting for restrictions to be let up, uh, maybe in the the, the the spring time once we have more uh, people getting the vaccination, the weather's a little bit better? What does the future look like from uh, Henry Hilderman's perspective? Yeah, uh, church leaders I've spoken with are really hopeful that uh, the restrictions will be eased um, in the future. Uh, right now, you can only have 10 people uh, inside or outside for a religious service, um, and then drive-in services are allowed. So 10 people really isn't enough for any sort of religious service. So um, these officials at uh, places of worship are really hopeful that that'll be one of the first thing the government eases. And I guess we'll just have to see if that happens. Uh, there's no telling. Uh, where this whole situation is going to go at this point. 
what are people in the community outside of that church community saying to you about this? The fact that this, this church and this pastor continue to make headlines. I'd say it's a pretty divisive issue in the community. Um, some people uh, support the church, even the people who aren't members, they really support what uh, Pastor Hildebrand's doing, kind of being critical of the government's response to COVID-19 and the restrictions put in place. Uh, that's drawn a lot of support from outside Elmer as well. You see a lot of people from the greater Toronto area coming in uh, to attend these church services and to attend the anti-lockdown rallies in Elmer. So there's a lot of out-of-town support. There's a lot of support in town from outside the church as well. Then on the flip side, there's a lot of people from Elmer who say uh, Hildebrand and the church are giving the town a black eye. They're putting them in the headlines, making them look bad. I spoke with the uh, pro-public health uh, rally organizer, Rain Jelinot, and she said she had organized these rallies outside of the Church of God, and she'll continue to do so um, because she wants to send a message that the town doesn't support the church. And she says that it's going to keep going, the protests will get bigger, and so she's not ready to back down. She's been the subject of online threats and intimidation. So it just shows how divisive this issue is in the community. Um, tensions can run high at these protests uh, between the demonstrators and the counter demonstrators. Uh, there's not a lot of uh, common ground between the two sides and they don't really listen to each other. They're there to make their point and um, that's about it. They're not there to listen. So I've seen uh, quite a few arguments, a few minor physical confrontations. We didn't see him that Sunday, but I'm talking about the past anti-lockdown rallies. So uh, Elmer's really kind of a microcosm of the tension between uh, people who agree with the COVID-19 restrictions and people mm -hmm. who don't uh, in Ontario, really. Uh, yeah, certainly. And I, I definitely get it. It's kind of like a, a really, you know, an intense version of it. Before we wrap up here, Dale, the the, the church leadership and the church goers. Uh, yeah, you know, there's the, the confrontations and things along those lines. But uh, as you said, no one's really listening to anybody there. Right. So it's not as though the protesters are going to one day make the church leadership or the people who are in the congregation say, you know what, maybe we're not going to have the church service this week. It doesn't appear to, to bother them on that level. They don't want them on the property and they don't want them to, to be physical, but it doesn't really bother them that way, the fact that there's a protest across the street. Yeah, exactly. Um, every, every time um, I write on this issue, I read the online comments, uh, tracks hundreds of online comments, and you just see how divided people are in this issue in the online comments um, a lot of name calling anger like i said it's it, these demonstrators and counter demonstrators aren't trying to give in to each other they're, it's almost like they're going to battle one guy wrote one of the uh supporters of the church he's not affiliated with the church he just is uh, uh anti-restrictions demonstrator comes to Elmer Ray, let's get ready to rumble. That was his Facebook post, oh. paraphrase, before. And I think that really sums up the attitude of a, lot, of a lot of people who go to this. It's like they're going into battle, if not physical, with words, with signs to make their point. It's a battle out there. Yeah, it, it, it kind of reminds me of, I'll paraphrase a, a line from Days of Confused. I came to this service to sing hymns and kick butt, and I'm all out of hymns, you know? It just feels as though people are going in there literally looking for a brawl, and it, that, that's kind of a, 
Uh, I, I know dazed and confused quotes. I didn't I didn't see that coming, but uh, that's kind of the the attitude that people seem to have with this thing, right? Is there is there looking for a fight? So if there's a bunch of people that go into a space and they're all looking to fight, eventually I think something ugly might happen, right? Yeah, and and I should stress it, it's not the Church of God congregants. Right. They're all there for uh, their Sunday service. That's right. their priority. But there's this other group of people who have kind of latched on to the Church of God and are using it to uh, raise the profile of their cause. And then the counter demonstrators who come out, those are the ones who are really divided. And um, I, I think I said before last time I was on this show, there's definitely hostility towards the media. Again, there on Sunday, uh, myself and some colleagues, you, you get literally get surrounded by some of these uh, people and they're accusing you of not reporting the facts, of hiding the truth about COVID and all these other accusations and you you try and reason with them i do sometimes sometimes you get a little upset with them um because they're not listening to what you say but again it just it just goes to show the the divide um out there right now with everything that's happening yeah that divide is definitely real and, and definitely exists it's all the time we've got dale thank you so much for uh coming on and giving us the the very latest on what's going on with uh, the church of god story uh thank you for reporting on this and we'll talk to you uh very soon right on thanks craig have a good one uh, it's dale carruthers london free press reporter here on the london free press podcast which you can subscribe to on stitcher spotify google podcast apple podcast the entirety of the uh, the podcast spectrum uh if uh you would do that. We'd very much appreciate it and continue to appreciate the positive reviews as well. All the time we have for this episode, we'll have another episode later in the week. So please continue to listen to the London Free Press podcast. We will talk to you next time. 